0: Of marketing here at First and Off Financial, welcoming you to First and Off Financial Health Episode 16. I'm here with Ryan First and Off, our founder of First and Off Financial. Hi, Ryan.
1: Hey, Ellie. How you doing?
0: Doing good. Happy New Year. Yeah, right. It's been a crazy year.
1: Yep. So we're done with 2020, (laughs) and it's all going to be better in 2021, right? You think so? Yep.
0: All right, well, Ryan and I are here to discuss estate planning with you today. Uh, wills, trust, power of attorneys, and kind of the importance of all of that together. I think a lot of people tend to step away from this topic thinking it's not that important. I know I did for a long time. Uh, I came to work with Ryan and he told me to get moving on this. So, so I did, and now we got that done, um, especially for our kids. I thought it was really important. So.
1: So what did you do, Ellie?
0: Well, I went and saw um, an attorney that I knew uh, that we would worked with a little bit before, and she uh, just kind of asked what we wanted to do. I said, well, I don't really know. All I know is that I want to protect my children if anything happened to my husband and I. And so she got that going for me and kind of asked what we would you know, want in certain circumstances and where we would want our things to go. So,
1: so what kind of documents did she do for you?
0: Geez, put me on the spot. Yep. Uh, you know, I have them right here, to be honest.
1: Yeah, you had the questions. You thought you had the <laughs> questions, but I, I
0: have the questions. Oh, we have a last will and testament. Uh, we have a power of attorney for business, a power of attorney for health care, um, a living will, last will and testament, and I think that's it. Okay. Does that sound right? Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like
1: a good, you got, got everything covered there, or, or a yeah. lot of things. So yeah.
0: So like I said, you know, thinking back to it, I didn't think it was really something we needed to do. Because I'm like, well, we don't have anything. You know, we're young. I don't have a lot of assets to my name. But the biggest thing I thought for me was my kids. It was scary thinking, oh, you know, what will happen to them if my husband and I were to pass at the same time. So glad we got it done.
1: Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of dig in here and see see what we got. So first thing is I wanted to just talk about what an estate plan is.
1: Okay. So an estate plan to me, so first of all, I mean, we're not attorneys, right? So we don't draw up legal documents. Uh, you know, we help people with their investments, but more importantly, we help with their, their whole financial plan, right? Mm-hmm. And the estate plan is part of that, right? So really, when you're talking about estate plan, you're kind of pulling together all of your um, professionals in your life, Right. You're pulling in Ryan first and on the financial advisor, who may, probably has a good overview of your entire situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're pulling together maybe information from your CPA, uh, your, your accountant, and you're probably then, then you're also ultimately uh, working with your attorney. And so all of that, all that whole team works together on your, your whole estate plan. Okay. Um, and then really the most important part of the plan really is your family, right? You know, mm-hmm. you have to include your family. You know, so, so an estate plan to me is bringing the team together and uh, sharing your information with everybody, getting everybody's input, um, and then ultimately drawing up some documents or some beneficiaries and things that make sure uh, when you're not here anymore, what you expect to happen with your assets actually happens. Okay. You know, That's what I think it is. What happens to, to the things that I have when I'm not here anymore.
0: Okay. So who can create that estate plan? I mean, does it so age? You know, anybody.
1: Sure. Any. I mean, any any age really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. It,
0: but like I said, I was young, so I'm like, you know, I don't. Do you, I need you, to do you, this right now? Right.
1: You still are young, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, if you're a kid in high school, but probably not. Mm-hmm. But you're 21. You know, maybe when you're married, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Because what happens if you you know die tomorrow? Where do you, all your assets go? Do They go to your new wife, or did you did you write down somewhere that everything goes to your brother? Well, mm-hmm. how's your new wife going to feel about that? So, right. uh, and it so it could be important though. Really, at any age, you know, you don't have to be married. What if you're 55 and you've never been married? You still want to have an estate plan. Well, where does this go to? You know, where do my assets? Do they go to my all to my sister, or do they go to my nieces and nephews? Where do these things? You know, what happens to them? Um, so
0: basically, it's just important to do it. as as soon as you can. It it is important.
1: And, and, and it's not something that you're just going to do and then forget, right? It's just like our financial planning, right? We start with a financial plan here in the office, but every year we sit down and review that entire plan with our clients because guess what? Plans change. Mm -hmm. You know, same with your estate plan, life changes. So, You know, you're not married, but you create a will that says everything goes to my brothers and sisters. Well, you get married. Well, you got to go back and update that document to now include your wife. Okay, well, your wife's on there. Well, now you have kids. Well, now you need to update that to include your kids. Okay, one of your kids passes away while you're still alive. Now you got to go back and update that and change that situation. So it is something, A, you got to start, but then B, you need to maintain it as well. Uh, and maintain the documents that go along with it, which we're going to talk about a lot of those different things. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. Okay, well, let's just start with um, beneficiaries inside of this estate plan, the importance of that.
1: So, So beneficiaries, basically, in your estate plan... Uh, you know, we're, gonna have, we're gonna talk about different documents that you might have yeah. that name those beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important because that says where, where do my assets go? Who gets my checking account? Who gets my house? Who gets my car? Uh, where do, maybe it goes to a charity. Maybe it doesn't actually go mm-hmm. to a person. So where do all of these things go? And so you're, you're naming those on there and you might not individually name everything that you own. You know, It might be something in there where it says, okay, Half of it goes here, half of it goes somewhere else, and then when you're not here anymore, a, another, an attorney will step in and help those beneficiaries divide it, right? You know, because you're, you may write the document today, and you might not have any changes for the next 10 years, and then you pass away. Well, a lot, is, a lot still has changed, right? I've accumulated more assets. I bought and sold three cars in the time frame. So mm-hmm. some things you get to list the beneficiaries on, uh, directly, let's say it's let's say it's an IRA retirement account here. Well, you can list beneficiaries on that account. Uh, but let's say it's your car. Well, maybe you don't list beneficiaries on your car. Then a different document steps in and takes care of that. Maybe your will. Um, so um, you know, a couple different things are governing who the beneficiaries are.
0: Yeah.
1: But that's what that, and that's I think where people get kind of stuck. And I think maybe you had this, and I had this conversation when we were talking about it, but, okay, well, who does it go to? I'm not quite sure who I want it to all go to. And I think people get hung up on that a little bit, and that's probably a hard, can be hard questions with different family dynamics that we get. Mm -hmm. You know, we get mixed families, you know, who does it all go to? I'm not sure, but that's, you need to sit down and think about it and have that conversation with those people that are around you, whether it's your spouse or or whoever uh, Mm -hmm. is important in your life.
0: Otherwise, say you don't have a beneficiary, you, what happens most often?
1: Well let's say maybe let's let's say you don't have a will right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so let's say you don't have a will you don't have a beneficiary named on anything then to my understanding the courts actually get a step in so the court mm-hmm. would step in and decide who it goes to and depending on where you live there are different processes where they determine who it goes to you know does it go to your uh, does it go to your parents first and then your siblings I don't know there's different rules there but if but if you don't spell it out the court gets involved and they decide
0: yeah so right. I
1: don't you probably didn't want the court deciding no who gets your, who gets your kids when you're <laughs> definitely not, here
0: not that was my biggest fear that's for sure so yeah and that's another question I have here for you is you know how your that estate plan protects young children
1: well so you know, we haven't gotten into the document part of it, but a document like your will mm-hmm. would spell out who is the person that's going to care for my children when I'm not here anymore. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that in a document somewhere, then the courts get to decide that. Right. Right. And so that's why for you, you know, it's important. Hey, if I'm not here anymore, and it's important for me, if, if I'm not here anymore, who takes care of my kids? Right. Right. Uh, and so there, there are a couple things there that the attorneys will talk about, but there is you know, uh, first of all, who who cares for their well-being, you know, their day-to-day life, and then who cares for the financial the part. And so the financial, those can be the same person, they can actually be different. And that's maybe a detail right. we don't need to get into, but a good attorney will walk you through that process. I do remember
0: talking about that Yeah, when I did that myself. So um, back to beneficiaries. uh I know we actually just put out a video here recently that you guys can go and watch separately that talked a little bit more in depth with it, but you gave an example of why it's important to go and update your beneficiaries, can you tell us?
1: Yeah, so beneficiaries, <laughs> yeah, it's really important, right? So, um, so when, I'm, when we talk about beneficiaries here in our office specifically, mm-hmm. uh, you can name a beneficiary on your IRA account, okay? So your IRA account says, okay, if I die, my IRA goes to my wife, okay? And if we were both to die at the same time, I would have a contingent beneficiary listed and that would go to my kids, all right? So that's very important because that document governs that asset, all Mm -hmm. right? So if you had a will that said everything goes to your brother, but your IRA says everything goes to your wife, well, or your IRA goes to your wife, that IRA goes to your wife, the will would govern stuff outside of that IRA. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you make changes and keep those updated right and so the story I told on our on our video that we did uh, basically was talking about a gentleman who had a, a big 401k he'd worked at a company for a long long time and was married and then shortly around his retirement he got divorced and then he got retired and remarried and subsequently passed away well what he forgot to do was go back to his 401k account and update the beneficiaries so his new wife wasn't named, but his ex-wife was. So guess what? His new wife got didn't get any of that four hundred one k. It went all to the ex-wife. Yikes! So you know your estate planning. Yeah, when you're when you're doing it the first time, hey, you set it up. But as life changes, you need to make sure you're you maintain that estate plan.
0: So it can really eliminate family messes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's the biggest thing. You know. So the family messes. The thing you want to do then is communicate, mm-hmm. right? And so we see people come into our our, our office and and um, we talk about our financial planning, and we get copies of their wills so we know what their intents, intentions are, and um, but they don't always share that with their kids, right? Or whoever's listed as beneficiaries. And so I think it's really important to communicate and let the you know let the beneficiaries know, hey. We, we redid our wills today, just letting you know you're a beneficiary on there. So if something happens, here's where this document is. Here's how we want it to be spelled out. And so, you know, I think that's important whether it's very simple. Let's say I just, I only own one checking account. Okay. Well, that's pretty simple. But what if I own land and a business and investment accounts and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other things It becomes even more important then
0: mm-hmm. to
1: communicate your intentions to your family yeah. and, and, you know, and keep them on the same page. You and know, when there's
0: a death in the family, it's already hard enough. So, eliminating some of that mess for your family is probably a good idea. Yeah, you know,
1: and and the more <laughs> yeah. yeah, the more you can communicate, the more they're yeah. on the same page with you. And you know, you don't have to share all of the details, right? You're not going to say, okay, well, there's a bank account here <laughs> and there and there, you know, and that can maybe be somewhere else. But at least so they can understand what the process looks like, what your intentions were.
0: Okay. Um, I also have here uh, underneath an estate plan, you know, what does somebody need to know about taxes within that?
1: So, uh, so, so there could be tax implications, mm-hmm. right? So as you're doing your planning, you're working with us, the CPA, the attorney, you know, we're going to talk about those things and look kind of forward to say, okay, well, what if you died today? You know, What would be, would there be any taxes that would be owed? Mm-hmm. Would it be a federal estate tax? Could there be a state inheritance tax? Could there be a, a state estate tax. There, there are a couple different taxes, and so uh, you know what you want to do. Some projections and understand that. Now, right now, uh, the biggest, the, the, the big tax people worry about is federal estate taxes, uh, because that tax is like a forty percent tax. All right. So let's say the federal estate tax applied. Let's say I was, and and these numbers aren't correct. Let's say I was worth a million dollars. And that applied to me, well, 40, 40% would be 400,000 out of my million, would be going to Uncle Sam instead of to my family, mm-hmm. potentially. Now, thankfully, right now we have some big exemptions. The federal estate tax exemption is, is about 11.5 million, approximately. So if you have less than 11.5 million, that federal estate tax doesn't apply right now. When okay. you get above that, then it starts to apply, and then you have to do some different planning to compensate or adjust because of that. Uh, you know, another thing in Nebraska, and there are, I don't know, there are five or six different states that have this, we have an inheritance tax, uh, and basically that's uh, 1% right now on anything over about $40,000, uh, which is payable to the, to the state as an inheritance tax, and in Nebraska, there really isn't a good way to get out of that unless you give away everything now, which mm-hmm. that causes other things. But it's things like that you just have to be knowledgeable of when you're doing your planning. And if there are ways that you can plan around that to minimize those taxes, then, then we want to help you do that.
0: Okay. Um, anything else to talk about before we get into some of the different documents?
1: Um, no, yeah. Go, let's, let's talk about the documents. All right.
0: Um, how about a living will? What can you tell me about that?
1: So, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking about the Different. documents that you have, right? Yeah. So, so a living will, so that really has to do with while you're alive, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't apply to your, you know, when you're dead. So that kind of goes out the window, right? So, <laughs> so, so But you have that for other things, right. okay? Uh, another document you talked about was a durable power of attorney, mm-hmm. right? So durable power of attorney give somebody the uh, ability to act in financial matters on your behalf when you cannot, okay? Um, Healthcare power of attorney is like a durable. A healthcare power of attorney, same thing, act on healthcare matters when you cannot act. Uh, So let's take an example. You're in a coma. You can't act. You've been in a coma for three months, but somebody has to pay your heating bill,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? So a a durable power of attorney would kick in. They could write the checks because they'd be authorized when you're incapacitated. Okay. Uh, healthcare power of attorney would be the same thing. They'd be helping make those healthcare decisions while you're not able to. Okay. So when you die, those documents are done. So those are good. But those are all part of the the, the planning process. Hey, what documents do we need? You know, if something were to happen to us um, and we weren't be able to function the way we do now. All right. Mm-hmm. So then after that, then other documents kick in. You die, then there's other things that kick in. Okay. Uh, so the next one you had was the will, right?
0: I have a last will and testament. Yep.
1: Last will and testament. So, so your will basically says uh, if if I die, who gets all my stuff that I haven't already listed a beneficiary on. So, for example, we had this IRA account here. We listed a beneficiary that would take control of that, but the will would take control of. You know, maybe your car just says it's 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 Ellie's car, right? Mm-hmm. So if something happens, who does Ellie's car go to because it doesn't say on there? The will would get that to the right place.
0: And you typically have like a trust built inside all of that, right?
1: So, yeah. So trust is another another document. Yeah. So not necessarily. So trusts can come into play as part of that estate planning process. Um, so trust. Um, what's, what's a good way to, to describe I know, yeah, a trust? I know when,
0: when we did it... Sh- she kind of asked if we wanted to build that trust inside of there so that technically that's where everything would go and then it would be kind of paid out from there or something. I, I can't really remember.
1: But. Yeah. Yeah. So trust, trusts get complicated because there are yeah. a lot of different kinds of trusts, but a lot of people might have a revocable trust. okay? And so while they're alive, they might form a revocable trust that can function. And do business and you can put investments and you can put checking accounts and you can put land. Things can be in this trust while you're alive. And then when you die, the trust actually gets to continue. And whoever is named as the successor trustee on your trust, they continue to manage that trust going forward. Mm-hmm. A lot of revocable trusts function now and then when you die it says basically everything's distributed to the beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. So that so what would happen is the the trustees at that time. So let's so let's take an example. Let's say I had a trust and uh, I'm the trustee of my trust. So I, I could... Can do that? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Totally, <laughs> totally. So I can be trustee of my trust and I could have checking accounts and I can function, write checks out of my trust account and I can put money in and out of there. When I die, let's say uh, one of my kids is the successor trustee, okay? okay. Now they act on that account but what that trust probably normally says is, um, when I, when I, as the trustee and, and the settler is what they would call me, when I'm not alive anymore, um, the successor trustee is supposed to distribute all the assets out of the trust. And it would probably mm-hmm. say, Hey, it goes to all of my kids. So whichever kid I name as trustee, successor trustee, their job would be just to administrate that, kick all the money out of, it, of it and take care of it. Okay. Right. Um, so you can have that while you're alive. Some wills have a trust that's created when you die so that all your assets get put into that trust and then it gets distributed is kind of another way to do it.
0: I thought that was kind of how mine was set up. Yeah. If I could remember right. But So
1: there so there are, and this is a good attorney, these are all good attorney yeah, questions. I was
0: going to say, that's that's the thing is, like I said, I knew nothing about this. So I went in there like, okay, tell me what I have to do. And she was great. She just explained everything to me really nicely. And... And laid it all out there so that we knew what we were doing, and, and that was that. So. Yeah,
1: and so that's so, and because there are a lot of different ways you can do things, then. Yeah. Uh, but that trust, a trust, could be formed in your estate planning process to help with that process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just something that's really nice to have. Uh, and so that's where they, the attorney, comes in to give you some really good advice there.
0: Yeah. Well, we mentioned a power of attorney earlier. Um, can you define that for us and kind of tell us where, what all how all that comes into play, too?
1: Well, so that's the durable power of attorney, yeah. right? So the, the power of attorney, again, gives somebody the authority to act on your behalf, whether it be for health care matters or for financial matters when you can't.
0: And you can name... Different ones for each of those. Could,
1: yeah. Right. I, I was right. pretty sure, okay. Yeah, so you could say, you know, okay, maybe my sister is really good with health care because she's a nurse, mm-hmm. right? So I'd, I'd like to name her as a healthcare power of attorney, but my, my brother's really good with finances, and my sister knows nothing about <laughs> finance, and I'm making this up. So if my, right. <laughs> my siblings are listening, uh, but, you know, maybe my brother's really good with finances, so I'd name yeah. him as the durable power of attorney, Okay. Right. So there you might be reasons to name different people. Okay.
0: Yeah, I just wanted um, to clear that up a little yeah.
1: bit. Yeah, sometimes they can be the same, sometimes they could be different. But you know, when you die, like I said, those documents those are done, those are while you're alive documents.
0: So what do you have for when you're dead?
1: So that's when the that's <laughs> when the will kicks in. Okay. So then the will kicks in and then you're naming a personal representative in the in the will.
0: Okay. Sometimes
1: i will use the term executor or executrix would be <clears throat> female. Potentially, they would use that terminology in there. But so that personal representative takes control takes control of the assets. Then, excuse me, uh, <laughs> and they would be the ones to help out with that process.
0: Okay. Okay, that answers a lot of my questions. I know you might have some more things that you want to talk about here.
1: Uh, so so I was just kind of thinking, you know, I mean, so you're you're kind of looking at me like, wow, there's a lot of st-. I thought it's I kind so of knew much, stuff, yeah. but there's so much stuff. <laughs> You know, so I think that's important. That You know, that's why there's a team, right? That's yeah. why you have us. That's why you have your CPA. That's why you have your attorney. And so we got to get everybody together on the same page. And so one of the things we really help with, especially with our financial planning, is when we, when we do our financial planning, we take a look at everything. Mm-hmm. And we have clients share all of their, you know, their financial information. So we can put it all on one page and say, hey, here's where everything is. Here's what here's what the husband owns, here's what the wife owns, here's what they own together, if they had a trust, if they had corporations, so it's all listed. And then we, it's really easy to then share that information with the attorney because they want to know yeah. who owns what and where is it at now, and then who are the beneficiaries on all of these things already. And if some of that's been planned for, great. How do we plan for the things that don't have beneficiaries on them? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really good to get that, that inventory of, of what do you own, what do you owe, and, and then that attorney's going to want to know, well, who do you want to support? Who do you want to care for? Who do you want things to go to? Um, what's important to you when you're not here anymore?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so, you know, that team is important.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, you know, the other thing I've been thinking about, you know, and so you said, Ryan, I, we didn't have it and we didn't think we should do it. I think the most important thing is to do it. You know, go visit with attorneys. Say, you know, I don't know anything about estate planning. But you know I'm here to learn a little bit and find out what I should be doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know get that estate plan in place um, share it with your family that's in you know included in that estate plan now if they're if, you know, if your kid's five years old you're not gonna share it with him. Yeah. but but you're probably naming somebody to care for your kids mm-hmm. right you know so tell that person hey I named you in your will if something happens to us you're gonna care for the kids don't
0: just surprise them when you die like hey here's my four kids right. <laughs>
1: Well, because what if they say, I don't think there's any way I could do this, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to have those expectations for them. Um, And then as things change, update it, right? Right. Now, if you decide your sister's going to get the kids and then you change it to your brother, then that might be an awkward conversation. But at least you're sharing it with them, you know, so. Yeah. um, Good point. So I think, you know, a lot of things there and... What I would tell you is, you know, if you're working with us, let's talk about that estate planning process, and then let's let's get a good attorney involved to help you through that process.
0: Great. Okay. Is that all?
1: Uh, I good. think that kind of scratched the surface, <laughs> you know, because yeah. there there are so many different things that you can do there. But if if that gets you thinking about it and gets you to take action on it, uh, that's really what we wanted to accomplish.
0: I'm sure you're gonna have lots of questions, and that's what we're we're here for.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening with us on this week's episode of First and Off's Financial Health. Um, I know that discussing this isn't the most fun thing to do, but like I said, we're really here to help. And um, we hope this kind of opened your mind as to why it might be important to take those steps to getting it done. If you want to talk financial health between episodes, please email us at firstandallfinancial at lpl.com. That's F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L at LPL.com. Or give us a call at 402-887-4302. Visit our website at firstandofffinancial.com where you'll find more about our team, what we offer, news, articles, and many resources. Uh, Please check out our YouTube page. We've been uploading some new videos there, so we, we hope you can get use out of those also. And we're on Facebook too. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.